And now a word from our sponsors at Betterment. If you're listening to my show, you're looking for tips on how to work smarter, not harder. And let's be real, you're already working hard to earn your money, but how do you make sure that your money is working hard for you? Here's how. With a Betterment Automated Investment and Savings app, your money will go to work. They've got technology that will provide you with advanced tools, and they're built to help maximize your returns, not to mention your time. They have expert-built portfolios of low-cost exchange-traded funds. You know I love those exchange-traded funds. There's automated investing technology, and as part of that, automated rebalancing. Many of you have been asking about rebalancing, and it sort of feels like a hard thing to do on your own. With Betterment, easy peasy. They do it for you. Visit Betterment.com to get started. Learn more about high-yield cash accounts at Betterment.com. Investing involves risk, Performance is not guaranteed. Cash reserve offered through Betterment LLC and Betterment Securities. Betterment is not a bank. With Fidelity Wealth Management, a dedicated advisor can work with you on a comprehensive plan to help you reach your wealth's full potential. Plus, you'll have access to specialists in estate planning strategies. So you're not just growing and protecting your wealth, you're sharing it. More at fidelity.com slash wealth. Investment minimums apply. Fidelity Brokerage Services, LLC. Member NYSE SIPC. Welcome to the Jill on Money Show. It's Saturday, August 26th, and we are here trying to help you make better financial decisions. Not the best, better. And maybe it's not even a big decision. Maybe you think it's a small one. Maybe we'll uncover something else that's going on in your financial life. All I ask is that when you go to jillonmoney.com and you click that contact us button, if you're shy and you don't plan to come on the air, then please send us as much information as you can manage. And if you do want to come on the air and you think you're going to need a reference of some documents or values of accounts or something like that, uh, feel free to prepare that ahead of time and we'll make great use of your time. Right now, we are going to talk to April, who's on the line from Chicago. Good morning, Jill. Thank you for um, taking this uh, question here. My husband and I have an extra $1,500 a month, and bottom line is where should it go? We are both 50 with a household income of about $325,000. I do have one son with a 529 plan that will cover the remaining years of his education. Fantastic. Um, I have another son um, who has special needs, and we do have a special needs trust funded by a life insurance policy for his expenses upon our death. We have a mortgage of about $300,000 with a 3.2% rate over 30 years. And this is where my husband wants the extra money to go. Always such a wimp. How much is the house worth? It's about four fifty. dollars Okay. So we don't have any other debt. Um, we have about seven months of living expenses in cash and looking to just get maybe two more months in there just for extra buffer. So looking at some of our savings, our retirement accounts, my husband's IRA is about $550,000. Um, mine is about $160,000. We're contributing about a combined total of about $1,000 a month equally split between those IRAs. And um, my husband's 401k is about 150,000. Mine is uh, 180,000. And we are each contributing the full annual catch up amount, 
you know, when we both turned 50 last year. All right. What about non-retirement accounts? Any other money that's socked aside? No. Why don't you have more money in your 401ks? What's going on here? You know, um, I will say probably like 10 years into my working career, which is about almost 30 years now, um, I did have to take a withdrawal on my 401k. So I lost a bit of time there. Okay. We need to beef up your total savings. So what I'm interested in is that you're you're putting money into your IRAs. Are these non-deductible IRAs? Because it seems to me that you're you make too much money for anything other than that, right? Correct. Okay. Yeah. So here's what you're doing. You're maxing out your 401ks. You're maxing out a non-deductible IRA. Your next thing is you're going to open a brokerage account. First, you're going to make sure you've got a little bit more in your emergency reserve fund. So yes. get that, right? like you said, a couple more months, fine. Then you are going to start very diligently putting your money away into that brokerage account, just the way you did it with your 529 plan. You made it a, a habit, right? That's how the money gets in there. Yes. And you're going to do this as well with your brokerage account. You're going to be careful about the way you invest it because unlike your retirement accounts, you will have taxable income that flows out of this. That's not a problem. What I am very clear about is you are not paying down a 3.2% loan. Are you guys happy in your 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 jobs and your careers? We are, yes. Okay. So you're planning to work, you know, for a while. So that's good. And so we need 15 good years to like sock more money away and get this retirement plan going. And thank goodness you like your jobs because it is a time where you really need to focus on, you know, you got the kids pretty much done and managed. You need to make sure that you get that money to work for yourselves. That's it. It's easy peasy. Tell me a little bit about how are you managing the allocation of the retirement accounts? Like, are you managing this yourself? No. Um, so we do have um, our accounts with Morgan Stanley. And so we're working with um, uh, an individual in that capacity. Mm -hmm. And I think we're roughly about a 70-30, um, uh, 70 being in the stocks. Okay. How do you pay this man or woman person? So that's interesting. This is where I still need to learn a little bit more. But when I looked at our account, my husband's um, IRA is subject to a $350 monthly service fee and mine is 110. He does help with some other decisions as well. Tell me like what? Well, let's say my, my husband's former employer, he had a little pension with and um, we received that um, notice of the option of getting a full payout at this time or leaving it in a risky kind of environment. And so mm -hmm. this person advised, advised us to kind of go ahead and just kind of cash it out and transfer it into our Morgan Stanley account. Mm. I do question the fees and I need to figure out, you know, how those fees are assessed. And well, let's just account. think about this. Maybe it's a percentage of assets, right? And so I'm just looking at this. So your IRA, his is 550 Correct. and yours is 160. So it looks like about a 1% fee that you're being charged for the retirement accounts. Yes. Let me ask a couple other questions. Did this person do a financial plan for you? He did. Yes. Is this person have a designation? Is it a CFP or is it a, just a straight up broker? That's funny. That's my other question for you, because when I looked him up after learning more from your podcast, I saw that he's a CMT and a CPM. 
Okay. And I see, you know, neither is the CFP or the CFA. And so right. I was even questioning whether his advice was appropriate for individuals, you know, mm. versus, you know, other focus areas. So I just want to point this out to some folks out there because, you know, there's a lot of it is like an alphabet soup when it comes to advisors and designations. Chartered market technician, which, by the way, I had never heard of and neither did Mark. Here's what it takes. It's three years of professional analytical or investment management experience, a member of this thing called the Market Technicians Association, which sounds like, you know, baloney, and then three multiple choice tests. Okay. So then let me look up CPM. This is called a chartered portfolio manager, three years experience, same thing, kind of, right? I mean, it's, it's a designation. It's not an accredited designation. So I would just call it, it's like he took some tests and he's into it, but he's not a fiduciary. So let's start with that. So there's no fiduciary obligation there. So I don't know. He could be a great guy and he could be really smart. I don't necessarily understand if the advice he's giving you is in your best interest. It's worth asking whether or not he actually is subject to the fiduciary standard. You can ask him that. Look, if you want to reduce the fees, here's what you can do. You can say, I'm just going to get a robo-advisor. I'm going to go to one of the big houses like Vanguard or Schwab. I'm going to put our money there you know, because of the amount of money you have, you'll get some financial advice. It's, you know, you can definitely do that. Uh, Vanguard Personal Service Advisor, Schwab Intelligent Portfolio. Those are two, and, and Betterment also has a good option. Now, you may not get a dedicated person. You might get a different person every time. Maybe that matters to you. Maybe it doesn't. Now, let's say that you just want to stay with this dude because you like him. And you can say to him, we really like you, but you know what? We feel like if we're paying a lot of money and we're not getting enough out of you. So you can say to him, what we want is we want an updated plan every year and we would like to pay. We want to know if we have any negotiation room on, on the fee. Uh, he put us in contact with the attorney. We are working. Uh, we did work with an attorney um, or firm to uh, okay. develop the special needs trust. I mean, look. You have a pretty straightforward retirement. Did you leave? We didn't leave anything out. You're not, you said you had a pension, but it was now, you know, obviously it was cashed out. So is there any other pension in the future? No, unfortunately, no. I got to tell you something. I don't know how big that pension was, but that's a little bit of a red flag to me. The fact that he said, roll the pension over, depending on where it came from. Now, I'm going to say red flag. Let's say a yellow flag. It's like a pause. It's like, hmm, let me see. I am, I'm not, I don't want to throw this guy under the bus. I really don't. I just want you to understand that it's not clear to me that he made the very best decision, the one that was in your, your best interest, but I'm glad he did a little financial planning. But there are other options out there that are cheaper. You know, instead of paying 1% a year, you might be able to cut that in half. And cutting that in half means that money drops right down to your bottom line. If you want to just nose around a little bit, you want to shop around a little bit, that's worth pursuing, even if it's you come back to this place where you say, you know, we actually like this guy, you know, and we want to stay, but you should stay understanding the circumstances and that perhaps you just want to get a financial plan, uh, someone who has a more holistic approach to asset management and financial planning. Because I mean, look, asset management, honestly, is is pretty no brainer. You know, you can just put this like on autopilot 
it will be fine. You're, you know, and the biggest change in your financial life is how much money you need to put to work. And you are going to put that $1,500 to work in a new brokerage account. But I really think you've got to feel more confident in the person you're working with. And maybe that confidence is built by simply looking elsewhere and maybe even coming back to this person. But it's worth having that conversation. Okay. Thank you. If you need a little bit of assistance, if you need a massaging of a situation, you need to think something through, you'd like a little bit of help, we would love to be there for you. Mark and I are both certified financial planners, so, you know, we like this stuff a lot. Just go to jillonmoney.com, click the Contact Us button, and we'll get your note. Don't forget to check the little box if you would like to join us on the air live. We'd love to have you. Okie dokie, we would encourage you to please lift someone up today. Change your work, change your wealth, change your life. Thank you for listening, and we'll talk to you tomorrow. Tomorrow.